Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Sterner, play action, looking, punch, throws down the middle, touchdown, Arkansas, oh my! Clint Sterner is brought to you by Motorsports Authority. Sterner throws, With two great locations and hundreds of vehicles to choose from. Sterner, very confident. Throwing down the middle. Oh, this Clint Sterner, he's putting on a show. Check them out or visit online at msastore.com. Play fake, Sterner steps out of trouble. Wow. Oh. Wide open receiver, it's Cobb towards the end zone. Touchdown! All right, welcome back in the zone. It is 10:48. You guys remember the uh, show from the early 90s, My Two Dads? You know it's better than that, My Two Clints. We got Clint there Sterner on the Brandon Movingen Storage Hotline. Clint Conk hanging around here, gonna kick it with Coach O here in a little bit. Clint, welcome, buddy. How are you? Man, I'm I'm good, fellas. I I love I love the the social media, the tweet, man, where I get to I get to rub elbows virtually with guys like Clint Conk and Ed Orgeron. <laughs> Every every week it's, it's somebody new, man. I, I I need that kind of company, at least in the virtual world, to to uh, to keep this reputation that that I've damaged over the years. Well, Clint, don't forget Trey Knox, who is uh, probably the most important one from over the weekend. With all due respect, to everybody else, two touchdowns, <laughs> career day for him. I mean, he is a guy we thought could be impactful at tight end, and he showed that that's exactly what he's going to be for this team if this continues. Yeah, you know, Justin, we, you know, in my mind, I've I've been thinking so so much about how does this offense replace Traylon Burks, right? I mean, and and you immediately go to the former five star Jaden Hazelwood, who who looked good, had a good game. The the former Georgia wide receiver Matt Lander, six five, and and he had a couple of good catches. I actually think he's he's the one that I've watched, and I go, boy, that's that's the guy that could be the long term answer at least this year. For, for Traylon Burks, but I don't know why, and, and, I, and I, owe, I owe Trey an apology. Uh, I mean, I don't know why. I never thought about how valuable a tight end stepping up in a big way would be, and in reality, I mean, what an idiot I am. When you look at what Arkansas does offensively in terms of the power run game, uh, you know, just with the quarterback, the quarterback plus one run game in between the tackles, boy, you, you are really going to create, they are really going to create opportunities for uh, a tight end and you saw that this weekend not just out in the field but also in the red zone and so shame on me and shame on all of us that didn't think of you know how this team could replace the Traylon Burks production could possibly come from a tight end but no doubt about it Trey Knox is is the story of, of week one offensively. I will say, too, and I didn't mention this, my favorite moment of the game just about the other day was the jump pass, and they had it covered. It looked like they read it perfectly, and Trey Knox was just better than their dude and pulled it right over you know, the top of his head. But it was pretty good defense. It was impressive. Defensively, Clint got some concerns going into this next week for a couple of reasons. Obviously gave up plenty of free-running receivers. Fortunately, they didn't make the connection in most cases. In addition to that, you got two safeties, well, Nick won a safety who were up in the air, you know, as far as being available this week with two of your best players on that side with, with Slusher and, and Catalan. So, um, you know, against Rattler, a little concerning, I would think, going in this week. Absolutely. No question about it. Don't fool, don't, don't fool yourself. Don't let last week's numbers fool you. Spencer Rattler will, uh, no pun intended, will strike your ass if you, if, if you do something like we did last week where consistently 
secondary was, was letting receivers get behind them. And the interesting part was to, to me was that the quarterback, Ben Bryant for Cincinnati, obviously proved that he's going to struggle going 10, 12 plays to, to score a touchdown. He was going to throw the ball. He's going to make some good throws underneath, but he was going to force the ball. He's going to give you some turnovers. He was going to hold the football and give you his chances to get sacks. And for some reason, I don't know if it was the play calls in terms of being man-to-man or if it was execution, probably a little bit of both. But for some reason, Barry Odom and his defense just continued to allow wide receivers, multiple wide receivers, inside the numbers, outside the numbers, to get behind the secondary. And, and that just that just can't happen. I mean, that, that ball game last week, Arkansas may not lose the ball game, but that ball, that, that ball game is, is a different story, damn sure at halftime, if Ben Bryant, the Cincinnati quarterback, is is at all, you know, making throws. He missed two touchdowns. He threw a pick, which should have been a pick six. I mean, he played bad in the first half, and it was still only a one-touchdown game. So I wouldn't expect that from Spencer Rattler. I wouldn't expect that from other SEC quarterbacks. So they've got to they've got to tighten that up. One thing one thing that I noticed, Justin, that was a big difference from last year. Um, they played a lot of four down, a lot of four down defensive linemen in that ball game, and. That's a big changeup for Barry Odom because typically he was a three to half, three defensive lineman drop eight into coverage um, last year. That was his go-to. So I'm curious to see was that a was that a let's let's see how it works out, see what it looks like, see what our personnel can do with it, um, and and then we'll mix it up again as the year goes, or is that a, a permanent move that they're going to try to make because of personnel? I'm interested to see what they do week two in terms of how many defensive linemen they use, because that's going to dictate what they do coverage-wise as well. So that's one thing to keep an eye on for sure. I can tell you, Clinton, in uh, fall camp and even in spring, they experimented with both. They, they want to be a multiple defensive line where they can go four-look or three-look. And, and I kind of expect this week, uh, South Carolina struggled to run the ball against Georgia State. Uh, I, I might see. I think they would throw three defensive linemen and go back to that three-eight look, dropping eight with Rattler and some of the problems they may have in the secondary to try to mask some of those uh, issues they had last week. Clint, I want to ask you about KJ. You, you, you know, you can't take away what he did with the, his legs and that last drive, how important that was. But uh, the fact of the matter is, he missed some uh, easy throws. What what did you see with KJ on some of those throws? Well, look, I mean, it's week one out of the gate, and, and uh, for some reason they came out and instead of instead of really, uh, you know, trying to establish the, the run inside, they came out trying to flip it around the park a little bit. And, and uh, you know, I, I, thought he, I thought he did an okay job. I, I, I thought he, he protected the ball okay. I, I felt like they, there was just a lack of rhythm in the first half offensively. I mean, really, guys, if we look at the first half of football, Man, if they wouldn't have gotten the run game going there in that last drive, I mean, they had converted two third downs. Yeah. Um, you know, they they had been in third and long multiple times. I think penalties penalties hurt them. Um, in terms of you know they had a couple of good first down runs that penalties instead of being first and ten, um, huddle up, let's do it again kind of deal. It was all back it up, and now it's first and fifteen or first and twenty. So um, those really hurt. And, and then, you know, there was a couple of busted plays in the first half where you could tell that the running back went the wrong way or K.J. Jefferson, um, you know, somebody was unblocked up front that K.J. expected to be blocked. So I, I don't know if it's as much as, boy, he was missing some things and um, in the past game as much as it was, boy, the, the rhythm was just completely off. And, and 
Um, it, it took them into the into the that last drive of the first half to really get the run game going, and that's the truth of the matter. Right now, this Arkansas football team, if they can't get if they can't establish the run, if they can't get up there with KJ Jefferson, uh, Dominique when he gets back, well, the, the stable of running backs that they have, Rocky Sanders, if they can't establish the run between the tackles, it's going to be ugly. It's going to be a tough game. It's going to be a tough day for for Arkansas's offense. They can still be productive. But it's going to be a tough day. So I think it just took them a while to get rolling uh, with. Hey, Clint, Coach Conk here, buddy. How you doing? My man, what's going on with you? How you doing, Coach? Baytown Bomber, baby. How you been? <laughs> man, I, I've been great. Things are good, man. I, uh, I I got a little girl now. I got a, I got a wife. I've, I've grown up since I saw you last, man. That's right. Hey, well, Zach married a girl uh, uh, from Baytown as well. So it uh, must be something in the water down that way. Uh, but hey, listen! Hell, I always, always like him. I didn't know he had great taste. Yeah, he, he does. Yeah, he sure. They're getting ready to have their first baby here in about uh, three or four weeks. But uh, anyway, hey, let me ask you this: Did you notice that they didn't push the ball down the field uh, to stretch the defense that much? Maybe a couple of shots. Did that concern you any? Well, uh, coach, you know that's one thing that 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 kind of took me aback and concerns me about Arkansas is. Cincinnati did not stack the box. Like they never forced Cincinnati into a position to really put their new their new corners because they lost two corners last year. I know Correct. they lost one great one. I think they lost two, but they they were able to stop the run with just their front seven or just really their front six, if we're being honest. Um, and, and so I don't. I really question how much opportunity was was there for Kendall Browse to take those shots. I mean, you you know, Coach. I mean, it's one thing to Never, never got him in a single high. Never got him in a single high. Yeah, yeah but it, it, and it's, it's one thing to just blindly call a shot because you want to take a shot deep. It's another thing when, okay, you've dictated the middle of the field close. You got one-on-one. The timing is right right now. Let's go do it. I don't know if that opportunity ever presented itself. Well, hopefully they'll be able to do that this week. Clint, we got to run. Yes, sir. Kind of a uh, tight schedule Tuesday here with uh, trying to cram everything from yesterday and today, and I appreciate you making arrangements for us, and we will talk to you again on Friday, preview the Gamecocks a little more thoroughly. Hey, man, miss you guys, love you guys. Keep on rocking and rolling, baby. Go home.